Today's episode is sponsored by Alone in the Dark. The highly anticipated new reimagination by Pieces Interactive and THQ Nordic. Play as Edward Carnby or Emily Hartwood to explore your environments, fight monsters, solve puzzles, and uncover the true secret of Dorsetto Manor. Our favorite heroes are brought to life by Hollywood stars Jodie Comer of Killing Eve and David Harbour of Stranger Things, who lend not only their voices, but their appearance and their formidable acting skills to the brave protagonists. Experience a deep psychological story that goes beyond the realms of the imaginable, all dreamed up by Mikhail Hedberg, cult horror writer of Soma and Amnesia. The team at Pieces Interactive is supported by monster designer and legendary Guillermo del Toro collaborator Guy Davis, as well as doom jazz legend Jason Conan, who provides his eerie and haunting melodies for the right atmosphere. Alone in the Dark is available March 20th on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. Pre-order your copy now and escape into the dark. This episode is sponsored by RLJE Films. Unveiled through a made-for-TV documentary, five tales of found footage horror emerge to take viewers on a terrifying journey into the grim underbelly of the 1980s in VHS 85. Now available on DVD and Blu-ray. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Warning, the Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number, SCP-184. Object class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-184 is not to be contained in any structure. SCP-184 is to be attached to a high-power electromagnet at all times. Should the electromagnet fail, agents are to report to SCP-184's containment area and prevent access to all unauthorized personnel until the electromagnet is restored to power. The containment area for SCP-184 is currently configured to resemble a park, with SCP-184 and its containment magnet disguised as statuary. Any and all visitors are to be monitored. Any structures affected by SCP-184 to be demolished after review by Final demolition approval or inclusion into SCP will also be determined by this body. No investigation is to be done into affected structures without approval and a rescue team on standby. Description SCP-184 is a small, smooth metallic object. Four inches tall, four inches wide, in the shape of a dodecahedron. Each face of the figure has a circular hole in the center, and a small sphere is attached at each vertex. SCP-184 is made of an unknown but highly magnetic alloy as hard as brass. 
When inside an enclosed structure, SCP-184 expands the structure's inner dimensions without altering its outer dimensions. SCP-184 will increase the inner dimensions of any enclosed structure by several hundred meters each day, beginning one hour after entry into the structure. Initially, SCP-184 only extends the walls out, causing room to become much larger without adjusting the height of the room. This expansion continues until the original dimensions of the room have been tripled. At this point, SCP-184 starts creating wholly new rooms. SCP-184 is apparently able to copy items from inside the structure, creating furnished rooms consistent with the rest of the structure. After a period of time, however, the expansion process appears to break down. For example, items will be made from inappropriate materials. Glass books, a wooden microwave. Rooms will be oddly shaped. Doors will be open on the blank walls, and hallways will be tiny or twist back around in long mazes. The new inside structures continue to be more and more odd while the outside remains unchanged. This behavior is most dramatically illustrated in homes. However, it has been observed in other instances, including a cardboard box. The changes do not go away with the removal of SCP-184, but no additional structures are created. Addendum 184-1 Notes from Dr. I don't think I need to stress the fact that this thing can never be allowed into Site-19. We may need to look into different containment at some point, but for the time being, we will keep it in the open, immovable, and hidden. Addendum 184-2, Locations of Interest. It is currently hypothesized that SCP-184 or an anomaly with a similar effect may be responsible for the creation of locations of interest such as Backdoor Soho and Jagutu Cellar. Investigations in SCP-184's potential origin for these species is ongoing. Addendum 184-38RB, Notes on Recovery. SCP-184 was recovered in the Kowloon Walled City in June of... Reports of the city's bizarre and explosive growth attracted operatives, who soon learned of SCP-184 held in possession of... After several police crackdowns, Mobile Task Forces 8 and 9 was dispatched and recovered SCP-184 with minimal losses. The final effect of exposure to SCP-184 in both the city and inhabitants may never fully be understood due to the reckless actions of local law enforcement, which destroyed several affected sections of the city before operatives could take action to prevent it. Interviews with residents yielded minimal information with the communal wall of silence being major response. A few documents indicated that SCP-184 could be brought into a home and allowed to affect the dwelling for 50 pounds sterling per half hour. These documents were unconfirmed by residents. Addendum 184-38RB-S Additional Documentation All right, so you guys know that I've been trying to lose weight lately. You know, I've been yeah. kind of uh, on the bigger side for most of my life, but I've, I've been able to drop a lot of weight because I've been trying to eat healthier. You look good. Th- thank you. you the problem good. is is Wonderful. I can't cook at all. Like, I'm basically going to just make I've like... I've tasted your food. I don't know if you guys ever heard of factor meals before. Yeah. No. Okay, so factor meals, it's like these easy, ready-to-eat meals that they'll send to your house. I'm oh, sure nice. you've heard of services that do this. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Sure. Where they send food, and it's this... What I actually really liked about factor is it's like, it has to be kind of idiot proof for me because I can't cook or do anything, but it's like ready in two minutes. It literally comes 
everything together. You don't have to like make anything. Wrap? It's it's all put together in its own thing. Two minutes. It's not frozen, which actually makes it awesome. Oh, because, nice. You know, the frozen food. Yeah. It comes like in a box. It's like chilled, like yeah. with chill the cooling stuff. But uh, you got all kinds. So I did the keto one, but they also have like calorie smart protein plus. They've even got like, so my wife ended up really liking these, these like energy shots. Okay. That they put, they put in the box that we ordered where she, it's literally like just a little shot of different kinds of energy shots that were awesome that sounds amazing i always was like i'd see these commercials or i'd hear commercials for stuff but i thought factory meal seemed like something that was really threading that needle and would have been really really perfect for me but dude they had like pancakes smoothies who doesn't love pancakes dinners and stuff like that so they have breakfast they got like midday snacks and so i thought it was like perfect. get it in get it done boom if you're just looking for like fast premium options and you don't have to really cook or be able to do anything sure factor is awesome for that kind of stuff and i thought the and the quality of the meals restaurant quality meals that i just could like heat and eat dude so it's not like your you know your frozen stuff you get at the grocery store so if you guys want to try factor meals i'd say go for it because it's really helped me out and i've i was actually really surprised all you guys have to do is head to factormeals.com slash badmovies50 and use code badmovies50 that's five zero to get 50 percent off that's code badmovies50 at factormeals.com slash badmovies50 to get 50 percent off guys give it a try that's half i know pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Personal log of Gordon Richards. Member of Mobile Task Force Zeta-9. The Mole Rats. Date. June 3rd, 19... 19- Dispatched to the Kowloon Walled City to recover an object and document anything affected by it. I have never seen such a horrible place. The filth is everywhere. Whole walls and even structures made of garbage. If you crack your suit for even a second, you get flooded by the smell of smoke, cooking, and sweat. Machine oil and excrement. Henry fell into a pit, used as a sewer on the ground level after breaking through a trash walkway. It was fine, the sewer was just filthy, but he threw up and had to be removed. I'm not sure if he's going to work out. Everyone here avoids us like the plague, or darts out to throw trash or insults. They are a tribe, and a territorial one at that. The sheer crush of humanity is intimidating. I'm glad I have the suit between me and them. The object is supposed to be somewhere in the core of this mass, but getting there is going to be tricky. Date. June 4th, 19... Local law enforcement, led by agents, did a bunch of raids last night. Cleared out people from some of the areas we need to go into. But there are so many people, it's hard to notice any difference. Yesterday's recon helped uncover a couple homes affected by this thing. They don't look like much, the same squalid homes as everywhere else, but they are too big inside. It's an odd feeling, standing with your hand on the wall and knowing that by all rights you should be six feet outside the structure, in midair. Henry's better today, 
but seems really jumpy. Lev took him aside and talked to him last night, and I hope it's helped. I'm getting worried about him. Caught him muttering to himself over the radio today. Told him to knock it off, but didn't report it. Maybe I should've. I think I'm going to ask for him to be put on a different unit after this. Deep recon this evening. We're splitting up and trying to hunt down where they're storing this thing. Lev and I pulled a short stick and have to hike around the sewer system. Honestly, it can't be any worse than Topside. At least I won't have to keep seeing the blank, empty faces of these people. Date. June 6, 19- Henry is dead. We didn't get back until early this morning. We'd been off radio for several hours because of all the interference. It seems areas affected by this thing screw with radio waves pretty bad. The sewer was a nightmare, but no sign of alteration by the item. When we came back up, Paul gave me the news. Henry and Paul were exploring near the center of the city when they got attacked. A mob of people swarmed them and dragged Henry off. Paul was hurt and his suit was badly damaged, and he had to leave for medical attention. Henry was screaming over the radio for a while, then it cut off. Paul and a couple other mole rats charged in with some agents to recover Henry, but after a few minutes, Henry came back on the radio. His receiver was broken, but he could still broadcast. One of the agents was recording, and he played it back to Lev and I, to see if it made any sense to us. It didn't. He was rambling, and sounded like he was hurt. Kept talking about the endless heart of the city, the hell of glass, just crazy stuff. Paul and the rescue team kept trying to find him, but suddenly his radio cut out again. Henry came tearing down one of those tiny halls, helmet off and screaming like a madman. He ran right by Paul and smashed an agent into the wall on his way by, slammed into a dead end and just exploded through it, right out of the building. He fell six stories onto some metal junk took an hour to get his body untangled. We're done screwing around here. Agent Parks, Lev, and me are rounding up what amounts to the city elders. We're getting to the damn bottom of this. Date. June 7th, 19th. Interrogation went well. Agent Parks asked the questions. We provide what he called negative consequence for non-cooperation. The first guy, some triad punk, didn't want to talk. Two broken legs later, and he was a lot more open. Said the thing was called The Builder, and nobody knew when it first came to the city. He never had anything to do with it, just helped stand guard outside rooms where it was working. He said that was all he knew, and that we had to talk to one of the elders, Long Wen, if we wanted it. He apologized for Henry's death. So it was just the way of things. I broke his jaw in three places. Long Wynn may be the oldest looking man I've ever seen, and with a will like iron. He just took everything we dished out, and didn't say a word. Park said that the next stop was his wife and grandkids, and that got him talking. Told us it was kept in one of the oldest parts of the city, some old temple. It had grown and made wonderful things, but only the worthy could look upon it and not be overwhelmed by it. He said Henry was shown the wonders in hopes that he would be able to convince us not to take the builder. 
but that he was not worthy and was broken. So, we made him show us where they kept it. Long wind said it wouldn't do any good. It was buried too deep. They moved it deep inside when they first caught wind of the agents. He said we'd never get it back. We're doing deep work tomorrow, and we're not coming out without it. Date. June 10th, 19... Been out for a while. This place is amazing. At first, it was just a temple that was too big inside. Neat, but nothing new. Then we went in deeper. Whole rooms, altars, everything. Recreated and rearranged by this thing. It's like someone built 12 whole temples inside this one tiny structure. Agent Park set up a recall point in the main hall with some other agents to make sure no one sneaks up on us. We suited up and went to work. It started getting odd after hour six. Lots of hallways, not as many rooms. Then, 83 rooms all connected by those sliding doors, each with a tiny boot in the center of the floor and nothing else. Lev grabbed a few for samples. We knew things were getting odd when we came to a perfect reproduction of the first altar room, but appearing to be made of one solid mass of wood. The thing was beautiful and totally seamless, and not a single tool mark on anything. Paul found some documents, and we scanned them back to Parks. He said they were about the objects. Apparently, they're calling it SCP-184 now. Parks said, it talks about how they moved 184 deeper each time it made a new area. They thought it was some gift from God or something. Used it to expand the rooms. If people would donate to the temple, or at least to the gangs that controlled it at the time. I've never been in a place like this. It's getting harder to maneuver. The halls are starting to get strange. They go up at funny angles. And the last few rooms have been tiny. By Lev's count. We should be 20 feet above the roof of this whole city by now. Um, date, June 12th, 19th. I'm getting sick of this place. Came into a branch yesterday, had to split the team. I drew the up hallway and set out. Not sure how long I've been climbing. The halls aren't regular anymore. They wave in and out like a frozen earthquake. Everything seems to be made of stone here. Managed to squeeze into a side room to catch my breath. Once I looked around, I saw everything was made of jade. It was all colored right, and had the right texture. But it was jade. Bed, chairs, table, books, everything. I sat on the bed for two hours and didn't think. I got up and smashed the jade lamp that was probably worth more than my life, and left. I'm not feeling well. I feel really disconnected here. Like an astronaut or something. It's not like other areas I've been in. Never felt so... alone. I'm fine. I know that. It's Henry dying. This whole rotten city outside and me being alone and able to think too much. Rats are tested for mental stability, and I passed with flying colors. It's just my nerves. I'm sitting on a chair made of thousands of tiny dragon statues, riding on a table made of super dense paper, and I am fine. 
date. June. I don't know. I don't know. I've been out too long. Food low. Water low. Not out yet, but getting there. Hearing things. Keep thinking I hear voices. Been climbing for days. Saw light today. At the end of the side hall. Bright yellow light. I climbed into the hall and ran. Smashed through the door. It was a room. Millions of candles, all lit. But just another room. I pulled off my helmet, smashed the candles with it, broke my lenses, next seal, radio. Didn't care. Sat and cried for hours. Dropped a pick down shaft today. Never heard it hit bottom. Almost jumped to get it, but stopped. Gotta find this thing. Going to smash it to bits. Stomp it. Crush it. Date. June? Food out. Suit can't make any more water. Saw a hall with 10,000 doors. Ran down it, smashed a bunch, then kept climbing. Lost my boots. Floor looks like carpet, made of super sharp stone. Cut suit to ribbons, feet too. Blood all over the shaft. Hope it appreciates it. Going to crush this thing. Feel it shatter in my hand. Hate this place. Keep hearing Henry. Keep telling him he's dead. Won't listen. Date? No idea. Top of shaft. Hall to forever. Lights everywhere. Going to kill the heart. Date? Uh, hell is heaven. Heaven is hell. Life is wonderful. Gordon Richards went missing during the recovery of SCP-184, presumed KIA. SCP-184 recovered by Team Zeta-9. Journal recovered and rubble left from destruction of SCP-184 affected temple. SCP-184 was written by Dr. Gears. Our host and narrator was John Grills. Gordon was played by Pacific S. Obadiah. Dr. was played by Jake Korapshinsky. Quality assurance was done by The sky above the port was the color of television tuned to a dead channel, Jimmy Furr and Daniel Willis. Music is by Tom Rory Parsons. I'm your showrunner and sound designer, Pacific S. Obadiah. Our producer is Tom Owen. And this is a bloody disgusting show. For more information, visit bloody-disgusting.com.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.